Good morning, Beyond the Likers. Welcome back. It is your host, Amy Gerard. I'm going to predict that it's raining because I've had a look at the weather forecast. It's a rainy, cold Wednesday morning in Sydney. Hopefully it's a little bit nicer and sunnier up in different parts of the the world, in different parts of Australia. My husband is currently in Queensland, um, away for work, and he, yesterday actually, to gloat about how warm it is up there. Love that for him. I wanted to quickly jump on today and chat to you about an event that I went to on Friday night. Now, I feel like if you are even remotely into exercise and fitness or whether it's just walking or even if you're just a mum and you don't really do any exercise but you still wear activewear, you would have heard of Stax. Now, the owner of Stax are a married couple, Matilda and Don. They are from Perth and they are just an absolute powerhouse couple. When I tell you the pull that she has with people, I totally understand why because she she could potentially be one of the nicest, kindest people I've met in a long, long time. Um, but they are the brains behind Stax. So Stax is uh, predominantly an activewear brand. The event that she had on on Friday night was also for another fashion brand that they have called Second Left. The event was at Luna Park. Uh, there was so many, I'm going to say content creators, uh, TikTokers, influencers, a crazy amount of, you know, social media people there, people from maths, people from Big Brother, anybody who has a large following in Australia, they were there. She also sold tickets to the general public and it was just the most incredible turnout. So, and the show was one of the best things I've ever seen. It was so diverse in terms of their acts, in terms of the models that they had. It was a show for everybody. It was so inclusive and it was so well thought out. And Don, I think, is the creative guy behind it. And Matilda actually got to sit in the show and watch it as like as like I would have. So she was actually seeing the show for the first time, which I actually thought was really, really special. Um, and they have such a beautiful relationship as an outsider looking in. I've met Matilda a few times, but I haven't actually met Don yet, but he does seem like he just adores her, which is just so lovely to see in this day and age. It's lovely to see a man who just worships the ground his wife walks on. So I'm going to get her on the phone. We can chat a little bit about the event, what goes in behind it. You know, we can chat about her success, how they met and all that jazz. And yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys will fall in love with her the way I did when I first met her because she is just such a beautiful, kind human. So let's get her on the line now. Hello, Matilda. Hi, my love. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Have you de-stressed from the weekend? I'm exhausted. Like, I feel like I'm still on such a high, but then, like, we went back to work today, obviously, being a Monday, and, like, back to reality. And I was like, oh, right, okay, we're back. We're centered again. So, it's been wild, though. It's been a big weekend. So, you literally had, like, one day in between, or two days. You had a weekend off. Oh my gosh, we stayed up until like 4am or something. I oh. never see, I never see that. I said to Don, I was like, 4am is disgusting. I will never see this hour again. Like, please, <laughs> this is feral. Yeah, but you guys are probably on 
such a big high with all the yeah. adrenaline and things, like you would have been ready to celebrate. Yeah, we watched the live stream back. So, yeah, yeah, which was amazing. But, yeah, 4 a.m. is a disgusting hour. Like, no, thank you. That's not for me. I haven't done a 4 a.m. bedtime in a long, long time. I um, I actually, if I ever got to 4 a.m., I just probably wouldn't even attempt sleep because my kids wake up at like 5.36 anyway and that would hurt That would hurt more than um, getting an hour and a half. So I just pushed through. Yeah, well, we had to get up at 7 because I had to, um, we had to go through the photos of the media for the night um, oh, and then went back to sleep. Thank God, because I was freaking out that I wasn't going to be able to sleep. And then I was like, I'm going to ruin the rest of my life if I don't get this. Uh, well, your show, I I mean, I, I'll be really honest, I haven't been to a whole heap of fashion shows or like events like that. So I didn't really know what to expect, but it just, it blew my mind. Thank it, you. It was just, it was like a... It was like a performance, but from uh, of so many different things, and it was so much more diverse than just like a fashion show for you know your activewear label and then um, second left, and it was it was so much more than that. So, I guess I wanted to get you on. I want to touch on how you and Don met, but I'll I'll talk about the show first. What kind of planning goes into such a big event like that? It was mental. So we've been working on the show for maybe like eight months now. Oh, um, wow. So it really was like a Christmas situation. You know, you, that Christmas has such a big lead up and build up and then the day yeah. gets there and then it's done. You're like, oh, my gosh, like overwhelmed. Yeah. So about eight months worth of work. Um, I have to give a lot of credit to Don, though. He creative directed that whole thing. That's his genius idea. That was the first time I saw the show. I didn't know what was going on I, because Don said to me, like, do I want to be backstage, like, helping out or do I want, like, front row experience and be surprised by it all? Um, and I was telling well, people on the night, enough. well, yeah, it also sounds like less work for me. So I was like, yeah. that's what I'm picking. So we did that. It was nice to be in the audience and see it for the first time too because I got to react with everyone. Yeah, and you got to, you probably got to, like, experience each each like segment of it because yeah. it was just one thing after the other. Like it was the you had the didgeridoo player and then yep. you had the aerial artist. I mean, he was a tap dancer as well. And then you had ballet dancers and then I was like and then there was a bit of fashion and then like the hip-hop dancers came out. <laughs> it was just like it was the event that just kept on giving. Are we going to brush over the magic mic moment? Because when that oh, happened... <laughs> When the strippers came out, I was like, oh, my God, Amy's going to be a loving life. I was, well, mate, when that guy came out and started singing Pony, I was like, is, it, is this song for me? Is this for me? I felt so I felt so included. I mean, it definitely wasn't. I texted on. I said, thanks for the gifts. Like, literally after that, I was like, thanks, babe. And, like, those male models, are they models? One of them works for us. <gasps> I'm, I'm one of their boss. I was like, I can't clap. I can't say, like, there, you're a professional. I'm a manager. Oh, my God, dying. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, very yeah. good looking. The new collection looks phenomenal. Thank you. It was a release or the reveal of premium seamless version six, which is mm-hmm. seamless. Everyone goes crazy for it. It's our most premium product. And that is, yeah, the sixth version of it where we've released the new colors, new styles, um, new designs. I'm obsessed with this collection. So that's launching... Friday week. Yeah, that was kind of the big color reveal because people are guessing the colors and they get really excited and hyped up about like the new colors, the new collections, the new styles. So that was um, the reveal of Premium Seamless version six and the introduction 
of Second Left, which is like our fashion brand of Starks. I, when we got to the hotel and there was a few pieces on the bed, yes. Lee was like, oh, I, I want to take that, but I absolutely am at capacity. And I was like, I'll take them. I'll take them. <laughs> and so she took the hoodies. So she, her and Rich have like matching hoodies and the matching t-shirts. And I took the active and I was like, you are cooked because this is by far the best stuff like I've I've tried on of theirs and that's why I was like I've already set an alarm I'm gonna get the v6 I tried to jump on your website and I was like where is it I need it in every color it actually gives me a little booty oh yeah it does it really like it creates that perfect hourglass shape like it's yeah it's incredible amazing I'll be purchasing every single color I cannot wait my alarm is set You must be so excited. I am. I'm so excited. I want to get a little bit more personal. Just want to say congratulations. The show was incredible. You and Don should be so bloody proud of yourselves. Thank you, my love. But I would love to know a little bit more. I have seen a few videos of Don on your TikTok just recently. I'm also trying to, trying being the operative word, spend more time on TikTok. And it's so funny. One of your videos came up. I, you know, they just feed you random stuff. Mm-hmm. And I seen a video that you uploaded ages ago and it was Don. And he, I don't know whether you got something delivered for him, but he was like, oh, a sweetie treaty. And I was like, fuck, he's cute. He's so cute, isn't it? Yeah, he called, we call like, um, we got, des- I got donuts delivered to the hotel room for his birthday. And he was yeah. like, oh, I really wanted a sweetie treaty. I'm like, yeah. just so cute. And it's nice. I like being able to share that side of him as well because so everyone sweet. says, they're like, he's the Australian Kanye. Like, he's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, that's like, I want to share like so much more, like the cute stuff too. Yeah, of course. Because he's, he seems super creative and like really cool and a bit mysterious. Yes, I mean, I haven't met him yet, but I, it's nice to see a more personal side and like a non-Kanye yes. side, side. But how did you guys meet? So my background is recruitment. I was working recruitment for like seven years um, and Don worked in a, in a supplement store. We both worked on St. George's Terrace, which is the main CBD street in Perth. I worked next door to him. So I would literally come in on my lunch break and buy a protein bar. And at the time, everyone was like, apparently everyone in Perth was obsessed with stacks. I wasn't in the fitness industry. I had no idea what stacks was. And I just went in to buy a protein bar. I literally complained about the price to Don because I thought it was so expensive. I was like, I can go to Coles and get this for like half the price. (laughs) And I think everyone else in Perth, all the other girls were kind of like trying to get involved with stacks and, you know, trying to get involved with Don. And I was just in there like being sassy and complaining about the price. And so every couple of days I go in and get a protein bar and I ended up like building a relationship with him. And, I remember texting my best friend and be like, I'm just going to flirt with the, with the um, supplement store guy on my lunch break. Like, that's what I do. Yeah. And we ended up, yeah, just kind of building a relationship from there. He asked me out on a date. Yeah, he used to, he was so, he's so romantic. He, he, he would give me like a red rose every Friday when I came into the store. And like, oh my gosh. I remember he would say, he's like, don't read into it. And I would be like, how the hell do I not read into like one red rose every Friday? And then, yeah. um, yeah, so we just started that way and then we ended up dating. Um, I had absolutely zero interest in stacks because I didn't want to sell tights for a living. Like I was a corporate girl. I was like being yeah. a boss bitch in my own little recruitment world and I never thought anything much of stacks, but it ended up being the way Don and I would spend a lot of our free time because Don was working the supplement store full time and then he was doing stacks as like a side hustle. So I would end up helping him out and I fell in love with the brand 
that way. Um, yeah. I'd become more opinionated on things and I'd have like, what to do things particular ways. And I was giving like a female perspective because yes. he was making clothes for women, but there was no real woman behind the brand. So I just kind of got opinionated and got involved. And then I ended up falling in love with the brand and I would work like before work, after work on my lunch break, sneakily behind, like I ended up not being the best employee by the end of it because yeah. like, I was so passionate about stacks. I couldn't not be doing it. Every spare minute we had, we were just working every weekend. Um, we didn't take any time off because that's just like something we love to do. Uh, you obviously fell in love with the brand. And then I, I think it's so easy when you, when you love someone and you're truly passionate about it, it's so easy to invest all of your time and your energy yeah. into something that you really believe in. Totally. People say like, how do you switch off or how do you like separate like business and pleasure? I'm like, we don't because like we both love fashion. We both yeah. love like the world of like celebrity influence. We both love our community. We both love social media. We don't need to switch off. It's not like we're like both accountants and then we come home and need to stop talking about accounting. Like it's so much fun for us anyway. So Absolutely. it's our passion. So it's amazing. The fact that we both get to do it together is incredible. And so you, but so he was just working at a supplement store and then Stax was just his little side hustle yeah. that was like, oh, he saw a bit of a gap in the market market for like kind of cool, edgy, like active wear. Look, not to poo-poo any any other brand or anything because, you know, there's lots of great ones out there, but Stax definitely has this really kind of cool, edgy vibe. He's obviously seen a gap in the market there, but yeah, was he just doing it on his own before you? Yeah, just on his own. And he was, um, I, I don't know, for some reason he would talk about his brother, but I, for some reason thought he would have when he would talk about his brother, he was talking about like a PA and he would say like in the warehouse, but the warehouse was just his mum's spare room. And like <laughs> in my mind, I had this idea that he had like a PA and like this massive warehouse and all this stuff. And like, I don't know, he always, he's always presented himself as somebody that he's already seen himself as a success, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I guess that was probably one of the most attractive things about him as well, is that like, he's always had this belief in the brand and in himself. And in yeah. turn, that got pushed onto me. And that's how I fell in love with it too. Yeah, he was just doing it as a side gig. I did it as a side gig. He ended up being able to leave the supplement store and go full time um, mm -hmm. in stacks. And then um, we kind of lived off my recruitment salary. And then I got a transfer. I got the option to transfer. So this was in Perth. And then I got the option to transfer to Sydney. With your HR? Yeah, yeah, with yeah. recruitment. So I took that. Um, it seemed like a really good opportunity for Stark, so I took it. Um, yep. And Don and I moved across here like three years ago, but I was still working in recruitment. So um, we had a little Stacks warehouse and we had a, our first Stacks employee, but I would sit in the Stacks warehouse because I was working from home, taking recruitment calls and being a recruiter while like Stacks is like working around me and I'd be like packing orders and taking, filling a job as well. So it was, yeah, it was so funny, such a juggle. And this success has literally, I don't want to say it's happened overnight, but it has like a lot, like I've got a girlfriend who she's in fashion as well. And it's, she's a similar story. She started off in like her mom's basement yeah. um, and just like had a little, had a few shelves and stuff and she would like wholesale stuff out. And now she's in, you know, she's all over the world, but hers has been like a very slow burn. And like, she's worked hard and all the blood, sweat and tears, but it's been like a 10, 12 year burn. Whereas <laughs> yours has like accelerated quite quickly, right? I think so. So Don started Stacks in like 2014-15. I met him in 16 and then we moved over to Sydney in 1920. So, I mean, I think moving across here was great. 
yeah. um, a really great move for us. But in Perth, we kind of we we got ourselves out there by doing so much. Like we were always so busy. We made sure like everyone in Perth was wearing stacks and we were doing yes. pop-ups at the gym and we were working 24-7. Yes. Yeah, I think it's just a build-up of all of those things. Like we've been working really hard on like our strategy and building customers, building a database and kind of getting ourselves out there. Yeah. Building relationships since, yeah, 2015, 16. I said that, um, I think I said it today even, like someone asked me like an overnight success, they called us that. And I was like, yeah, it's taken like six or seven years to become an overnight success because it just, to other people, it might seem like you just came out of nowhere, but there's so much grind you've behind doing it. Lots of, you've been doing, you've been working hard in the background for sure. And no one, yeah, no one sees that bit. Of course not. Would you say that like the power of social media, do you think that's had quite a big impact on like some of the people I see wearing stacks, like over in America, like you, you've been on Jennifer Lopez and uh, like some, some of the people I'm like, how? And I know like you've mentioned that you've never even paid an influencer. You've never had to. And like, I I get it. Your stuff is that comfortable. It is probably one of the only brands of activewear that I will put on and I can easily wear for someone who gets thrush from wearing activewear all day, can wear that all day long into the, into the night even. And it, it's, it's like a second skin. So I, I can totally understand why people put it on and then wear it consistently. But like, how did you even get it on everyone? It's everywhere. It's crazy. And, and it is so complimenting. Like we've had like Rita Ora wears it, Lizzo wears it, Megan Fox, uh, JLo. Like it's so complimenting that these people who can literally pick anything that they want yeah. choose stacks. Like that blows my mind. So oh, um, huge compliment to you guys. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And then it's also really nice because we do keep ourselves really affordable. So it's nice that people can go and look at their favorite celebrities and then realize that they can afford the pieces that they're wearing as well. Because I don't yes. think that happens very often. So I have relationships with a lot of the stylists. Um, I feel like in that scene as well, people will, one person will wear something and then it's the same thing. Like people realize that it must be good if they're seen in it. And yes. then it's kind of like a trickle effect, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So JLo was probably like our first big spot. Yeah, that was wild. And then understanding all like the laws and the rules around paparazzi photos too, mm-hmm, because yeah, I didn't, we didn't know that. Like this was all so new to us and thank God we knew because you obviously just can't use a paparazzi photo because yeah. that is owned by the paparazzi. People can get sued for like $250,000 for if they repost a photo of themselves. So like if the paparazzi takes a photo of like you leaving the house and you repost that picture of yourself, you can get sued for like a quarter of a million dollars plus. That's just yeah. a, that blows it's my mind. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. That is absolutely ridiculous. So you guys now have like a full team behind you? Uh, yeah, we've got 55 staff now, which is madness. That's massive. And like a, have you got a big warehouse in Sydney? We do. And we're actually, we've outgrown it. So we're looking to move again. Um, yep. We keep we keep breaking our lease. Like this is we've moved like every year pretty much. This warehouse is fourteen times bigger than the warehouse we were in a year ago, and we've already outgrown it. It's wild. Do you just sell from yourselves? Like, are you just like an online store and you've got your own little pop ups and stuff? Yeah. You're not in other. What's the word? Like, you don't wholesale, right? No wholesale. It's just purely online. Yeah, purely online or the Sydney pop up. But it's really cool because um. We don't need to. Like we sell out our product mm-hmm. a lot and it means that we can control the way that we 
sell the product, the way that we present the product. Um, It's always been a really, yeah, it's always worked really well for us and it kind of keeps it a little bit more exclusive, which I like that. I always see people asking when you do your Q&As, I always see people asking like, are you going to bring back this jacket? And, yeah. and you're like, no, which I think is nice. Like sometimes I think when a market gets flooded with the exact same product and you see it on every single person, it's it's not as cool as opposed to them being a little bit like one-off-ish. Even though totally. Yeah. Would you like open up anything overseas? Like, have you got big grand plans? We would love to. Yeah, Yeah. we would love to. We're working on stores all around Australia at the moment, but ideally we'd love like a store in the, um, like the fashion cities. So like Paris, London, New York, those Milan, like those kind of places would be incredible. And then everything would just be a work trip as well. Like every time we went (laughs) on holiday, which is amazing. Um, Yeah, write that off. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But it just, yeah, that's, that's so fun for us. Like I love the Sydney store so much. We've extended the lease so that we're open till February now, which is amazing. And that, that store in itself is ginormous. It's huge, isn't it? Oh my God. I don't remember. I don't think I've ever seen that much active wear ever before in my life (laughs) in a store. It's incredible. It's crazy. And it's, I was in there today and it's just so nice. It's so great to be able to connect with the customer as well, because especially being online, I feel like a lot of the time when you do reach out to like customer service, you're not reaching out to like compliment the product. Like there's a, you know, there's something that needs to be resolved. Whereas we get to like see our customers firsthand, see them trying on the product, see what they love, see what they hate, see what they purchase. And I get to meet a lot of like my followers or a lot of our customers. And it is so cool. I love the space so much. I can't wait to have more stores. And so what is it like working with Don? It's good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to preface this with, if I had to work with Ryan, I would self-combust. Love him as a husband (laughs) and the father of my children. But like, if I had to work with him on a daily basis, we'd be like head-butting rams. But the thing is, Don and I don't like sit on his lap and we like share a keyboard to type together. You know what I mean? It's like, we have very separate roles. So Don is very like behind the scenes. Um, He's the creative director. He's the designer. He runs a lot of the, um, the management of like the staff and things like that whereas I do brand management and PR so I do a lot of the front facing as well as like the influencer stuff I do um, a lot of like the negotiations um, reaching out to people like things like that so it's we have very different roles and a very different skill set and thank god because it complements each other yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you both, you're both in roles where you're playing to your strengths. Yes. It would be like if Ryan and I went into partnership for anything, which we would never do, um, <laughs> I would be client facing because I'm more of a relationships person and he's like a budget person and like yeah, very yeah. structured and whatnot. So we would definitely play to our strengths. It's kind of like what it's like when you have children. You I was going to say, it's like mum and dad. Yeah. It really is. It's like you just have two different roles. It's so funny. Our staff, it's actually... I love it so much. They'll come to me with like something before they tell Don, like if they've like fucked yeah. up or something, they'll come to yeah. like mum before. I like to think I'm like more of a big sister. They'll come to big sister yes. before they go to their dad. And, um, <laughs> or they're like, can you tell Don this for me? Or like, how do I phrase this to Don? And it's nice. Cause we've got, we both have different relationships with our staff, different yes, relationships course. and different roles. So I like it. Oh. And are you guys, do you reckon you're going to have kids in the future? Definitely. I'd love yeah. to have babies. Yeah. Don't be an amazing dad. So yeah, yeah. I, I have to meet him you next do. time we go out for lunch. Tell him to come along. I will. I will. I'll tell Ryan as well. Ryan's not as creative, but he enjoys a beverage or two. So I'm sure we, they'll be fine. Yes, we must. We'll do a double date. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for jumping on. You are such a legend and um, I just want to say again, a massive congratulations for Friday night. It was incredible. I cannot wait to be wearing every single color in the new collection. I'm going to do it. I'm going to rock up every single day to Pilates. I'll be in a new color. I love it. Um, There's seven. So you have one for every day of the week. There you go. And you've got the, I've got the bike shorts. I've got the long ones. I've got the different, yeah, I'm ready for summer. Bring on the warmer weather. (laughs) Are you going to just quickly, are you going to be doing like leather stuff? With Second Left. Yeah. So Second Left, which is the fashion brand. Yeah. The Second Left pieces are insane they are just so cool and I love that as well on Friday night too big everyone looks so cool like yes they did everyone that turned up all of our guests and I just love it it was such a um I think it was like such a diverse inclusive event as well like seriously was that's something we pride ourselves on as well like because we cater from size like extra extra small to 4xl and we're the first brand to kind of create such a diverse size range in Australia we pioneered the movement so that's something like especially on the runway too we wanted to make sure that the audience could see themselves in the models so we had you know people of all shapes and sizes we had um albino girls there was girls that um without great eyesight older women people of all ages um I know there was a guy that had one leg like we literally We've just made a diverse cast and I love that. That's something we're so passionate about because we really just want everybody to be able to see themselves in like represented in our runways and in our project. I love it. Yeah, it's an activewear brand for everyone. And I think that's so important, especially in today's society. You are absolutely paving the way for, you know, activewear brands and even just fashion brands in the future. I think it's so important and I think it's really progressive and I think it's incredible what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. No, you're so welcome. And I love you for jumping on this podcast with me last minute. I really wanted to get you on tonight, just off the back end of your successful Friday night. And um, hopefully I will see you shortly. I'll see you soon, my love. Thank you for having me. See you, babe. Bye. Okay, guys, that was Matilda. I knew that she would be amazing. I could have literally just spoken to her for another hour, but I, you know, people get a bit iffy when this podcast goes for too long. It's a, it's a, it's a fine line between making it too long and too short. Um, if you love her, I will get her back on. I see her empire growing into world domination. They are just absolutely killing it. They're so successful and they're just such fantastic people. So if you want to go and check out her staff, um, I'll put the handle below. It's stacksofficial underscore. Can I just say hand on my heart? I actually buy a lot of my stuff from her. She has gifted me a few pieces here and there, but it is without a doubt the comfiest activewear brand on the market. Their seamless stuff is absolutely divine. So it'll hug you in all the right places, suck you in, but there's so much movement. Anyway, <laughs> go and check it out. It's amazing quality and I think you'll love it as much as I do. But above all, like it's just really nice to hear such a fantastic success story. You know, they've worked so hard. They've worked behind the scenes and now all of that work is paying off in dividends. As somebody who's only been her friend for a short amount of time, I want to say that I'm super proud of her, not in a condescending way, but like it's just amazing what she does. And she has so much time for everybody. I sound like a little bit of a fangirl right now. Maybe I am. Oh my God, this might be my first fangirl moment. I don't normally fangirl over anyone, but I might have a slight crush on her. 
Oh my God. I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you all for listening. I love you all. I hope you have the most fantastic week. You guys are absolute legends. Thank you always for your support. Like, subscribe. I don't know. Do whatever you have to do with podcasts to um, show me love. (laughs) I'll be forever appreciative. And I owe you guys one. And I will see you next week. Bye for now.